What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shan Tynes. What's up? What's up? What's going on? So happy new year. If you're listening to this uh, in the, the correct order, I guess. Uh, typically, we skip the holidays. So this is a special treat, right? We're on for Christmas. Now we're on for New Year's. So uh, definitely continue to tune in. Monday, Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday discussion. Thursdays will be a throwback where we go back into the archive. We have over 500 and... 16 episodes and then friday's everything else movies books games all that good stuff so without further ado i'll give it to shannon all right everybody so this article actually comes from uh insurancejournal.com and it's written by jeff stone and ryan gallagher the title of this one is usc's black cat ransomware site offering decryption tools so we've seen this before right where the u.s starts going after these ransomware gangs and they got another one right so the justice department sees websites uh, belonging to the Russian-speaking ransomware group um, that have got millions of dollars like over the years, right? So uh, it's Black Cat, right? Alpha V, uh, Noboris, right? We've we've talked about them before. They're very popular, right? They're, they're very good at what they do even, right? I hate to say that. I hate to give them the credit, but uh, the U.S. Justice Department, they, they were like, all right, enough of this, right? So... <laughs> So their website themselves actually broadcast a message saying that U.S. officials are taking control of the page, right? Um, so the FBI, what they ended up doing was they developed a decryption tool, right, um, that en enabled U.S. and international law enforcement agencies uh, to help more than 500 victims restore their computer systems, according to the Justice Department, right? So these people that they were terrorizing, asking for money, you know, to get their information back, uh, the Department of Justice was like, nah, we got you, you know what I mean? So they came out with a decryption tool, uh, gave it out to them for free, you know what I mean? Um, and then said, hey, go go ahead and uh, get, get your get your stuff back, you know what I mean? Or, or gain visibility back to your stuff, right? Um, because there's no, the, here's the thing, there, there's no telling what the gang has done with the information that they had, right? Like they had it, for who knows how long um, in some of these instances, right? It doesn't necessarily say how long they had or who, who was attacked and how long they had the information, but they could still have that information. They could still uh, make it available out there, right? It's, what they did here, what the Justice Department did here was just uh, provided the decryption tool to the companies that were that were targeted, right? So they're able to get back in business and do what they need to without paying anything, but this group still has it, right? But the big takeaway from this is that these groups should be scared now, right? So like we've talked about this before about the about the uh, the Justice Department doing things like this and them getting serious about what's going on because they are being targeted, right? A lot of these um, U.S. departments, even the three letters, right? Your CIA's, FBI, stuff like that have been targeted in the past, right? So uh, they're, they're, I don't want to say they're going on the offensive because we have seen them go on the offensive. We reported it before where they're going on the offensive and they're being multinational with some of the stuff that they're doing, right? But uh, this is a win, right? So, like, this is a win for for these companies that are that are uh, that are being targeted by these ransomware groups. But my hope is that they don't get complacent, right? Because complacency can set in, and the companies could just be like, "Well, you know, Uncle Sam got me. You know what I mean? I'll be all right if I don't if I don't follow the guidelines I'm supposed to." No, that should not be the lesson here, right? <laughs> like you you were helped out, um, and you were getting given a little bit of a reprieve here, right? Um, from having to pay, which we don't want you to do anyway, right? Like if you don't pay them, you don't make it profitable. It doesn't make it worth their time. Like they risk uh, things like this happening to where you know it's all for not for them, right? And again, they still have the information. They can end out on the dark web, right? 
And we'll get into that a little bit later. So pay attention in the week. We'll touch on that a little bit more later on in the week, right? A little bit of foreshadowing for you, right? Um, I never went to like, a, a, you know, movie making school or anything like that, but that's what that is. <laughs> there you go. There you, you go. I mean? <laughs> that's, that, that's foreshadowing. But, but yeah, so like we've heard a lot about Black Cat, right? So it seems like every other week we're talking about them and what they've done. But uh, this is one of those things where they haven't they haven't made any re- arrests in the operation for this, right? Because again, it was just them helping out the companies and giving them the decryption tool. But I'm curious if maybe um, if they're able to provide the decryption tool, like they had to have possibly traced them back, uh, you know, to certain people um, that they may have been tracking. And I wonder if they got something in line, right? It could be another one of those multinational things where they go after uh, people in this group. But right now they don't have anybody, but they should be afraid, right? Because we, we've seen this before in the past, like I mentioned before. But Ryan, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we talked about this, uh, I believe last week, if not the week before, where uh, it, it put themselves on the radar. They're filing set complaints against the victims, right? Like they're, they're doing a lot to, to draw attention. Uh, so it's only a matter of time. So uh, it's very similar to what happened to Revil. So remember, Revil was either at the beginning of this year, or the the end of last year, uh, 2022, uh, where the same thing, Department of Justice came in, uh, get, grabbed the, uh, the the website, and provided the tools to the uh, the to the victims. So uh, it, there's a pattern here, right? Like it seems to be every six months to a year, Department of Justice is stepping in and uh, cracking down and shutting these people down. Um, so I would not be surprised if early next year we we bring up Alvi again, and then we talk about uh, extradition and uh, you know going to courts, and, and we discussed it probably two or three months ago, where it's going to become international law, right? You're going to go to a international tribunal for your uh, your hacking crimes now, which is pretty crazy, right? That's like being charged with a war crime. Um, so it's getting pretty serious for hackers. So I don't I don't know if the juice is quite worth the squeeze. Like, yeah, they are still making pretty good money over there on the on the the the, the red side, right? However, uh, you'll see more and more of of this happening where um, the U.S. is stepping in. Uh, you're having those coalitions step in, and then you're going to start to see people start to to uh, have prison time. So. I don't know. I would I would probably get out the game <laughs> if I were them. But uh, again, like maybe the juice is worth the squeeze, right? Like uh, if you can't do the like if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Like maybe they're just like, hey, it's worth it. It's worth the gamble. So I don't know. Like uh, would between the the regulations saying that you can't pay, especially on the uh, the European side, like they're not playing around. Like you will not be able to pay a ransom. Uh, and then the U.S. side is starting to kind of formulate those strategies to to do the same. Right, without stepping on companies' freedoms, but uh, there has to be some give and take in that that regard. Um, it's becoming less and less profitable, at least from our vantage point, for uh, for hackers to be uh, uh, to to do this. Um, like it, again, it's different if you're doing it without asking for a ransom. Like you're just kind of hacktivist or whatever, <clears throat> still super dangerous. Uh, but if you're asking for money, then you're definitely on somebody's radar. So I don't know. Thinking 2024 might be the the year we finally crack down, right? Like they've said that 2023, they said that 2022. <laughs> That's the hope. But so, so here's the thing. Here's another thing I hope, right? Like I hope this isn't a, a partisan issue either, right? Like if if administrations should change in the U.S., like I hope the Department of Justice, because they'll get new they'll get new heads, right, over there at the departments, right. I'm hoping this is something that they say, hey, this is this this applies across the board. It doesn't matter who's 
who's in power, what what political uh, political uh, party you belong to, or anything like that. Like this affects everybody, right? Equally, it doesn't care. Like these guys are going through, and they're attacking. They're attacking these companies. Like they don't care who you support, right? They just want that money, right? Every yeah. they all they all support green. You know what I mean? Right, I was gonna say, yeah, it's not it's not a red or a blue issue. It's a green issue. So I think I, I think it'll it'll change hands pretty pretty uh, readily. Uh, to to continue to protect those uh the, those interests right those uh corporations that are people that are for some reason <laughs> uh, I think it'll it'll continue to uh pass through the administrations but like you said there sometimes there are setbacks though when you when you do go from changing um uh uh political figures sometimes you you do take a step back but hopefully the infrastructure has been put in place, right? Like you have all of the stuff that, that came from the Obama administration to the Trump administration to now the Biden administration seems to really uh, finally be putting it into stone that whomever takes over, whether it be another um, uh, Republican or Democrat or whatever, that this continues to progress because we, we are actually making some traction. So like like to keep, like to see it keep going uh, and then uh, obviously start to fill those seats because we always talk about there's so many vacancies, right? We just need more and more people in this sector. So hopefully that continues to grow as well. Um, hell, we, we'll take the, some of the bad guys now because you need jobs. <laughs> Come over to the blue side and bring some of those skills with you. But uh, in all seriousness, uh, hopefully everybody's having a great holiday weekend, right? Like if you're not, please take the time for yourself to try to make it better. Uh, you know, take some time to relax, be with family or, or, you know, hang out with yourself. Like just, just take some time for the holidays because 2024 is right around the corner. Uh, hit us up uh, for all of our episodes, Monday, Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday discussion, Thursdays will be a throwback this week, but sometimes we have interviews, which are coming up in January. And then Friday, everything else, movies, books, games, all that good stuff. We'll talk about Christmas. So uh, definitely tune in to all the websites that go by our name. You can hit me up personally. I'm at Rai Rai Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, and Threads. Stay safe, stay secure.